Welcome to the third installment of Alex Gerline's movie reviews. Today, he will be talking about Damien Chazelle's movie, First Man. Podcasts, bringing the eye to your ear. First Man is the fourth film from director Damien Chazelle, who really came out of the gate strong with Whiplash. I know it's not his debut. He made a student film before called um, Guy and Madeline on a Park Bench, which I haven't seen. That's the only one that I haven't seen. But Whiplash is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love it. There is so much to love about that movie. Um, And most of it comes down to the script and J.K. Simmons' performance. See that movie. See that movie, even if you're not that into film. That's just a perfect movie. La La Land is similarly great. I'd give it like a 9 out of 10 in retrospect. I think I might have given it a 10 out of 10 in my eye review. But, you know, these days, it's lost a bit of its, I don't know, glamour for me. Um, It's very, very fun. The music's great. It's the best musical that I've seen in a long time, especially in terms of, like, modern stuff. But it isn't, you know, as good as Whiplash. And First Man is not as good as La La Land. Um, that's what I'm getting around to. First Man is the worst film from Damien Chazelle that I've seen, but that doesn't mean much because, you know, his other two films... Whiplash is a masterpiece. La La Land is fantastic. And this film's pretty great, you know. I think what made Chazelle's earlier films, and once again, I haven't seen Guy and Madeline on a park bench, but that one, too, revolves around jazz. They revolve around his obsession with jazz music. And he sort of puts that into his characters, and they come off as, I don't know, sort of more lively, because you can tell there's a lot of, I don't know, passion behind it. I'm probably saying that a lot. But it is, it's the best word for it. He has a passion for jazz, and he puts that into his characters. And it works. It works very well. And I think with this movie, Damien Chazelle was kind of like, well... You know, I don't want to be known as the guy who just makes movies about jazz music. I want to do something else. And so he got a script, cast Ryan Gosling again, and made a pretty good movie out of it, I must say. My only problem with it is that it feels kind of hollow compared to the others. The acting's top-notch. Ryan Gosling and Claire Foy are both great. I think you'll be seeing them getting nominations at the Academy Awards. The cinematography is off the charts. Like, I'll go on about the space launch sequences later, but those are absolutely fantastic. The direction is similarly great. Everything about this movie is very good, but it just feels kind of hollow. And I think that's because Damien Giselle is directing another man's script. He has taken something... I don't remember the the writer's name off the top of my head, but he wrote a pretty good script. It just doesn't feel like Damien Chazelle's heart is in it in the same way. It doesn't have that sort of, well, I keep on saying it, but it doesn't have that sort of passion behind it. It doesn't work as well. You know, you see Ryan Gosling going through the motions, and you see Damien Chazelle going through the motions in a similar way. They both do a very good job of it. And I don't want this to sound like I don't like the movie. I just don't like it as much as the others, and that was the biggest disappointment. Because... You know, there were a lot of movies this year that I'm looking forward to. Yorgos Lanthimos is the favorite. Uh, Roma, um, Destroyer, Peterloo. You know, there, there's a lot of stuff that looks pretty great and is from directors that I like. 
But this was one of the movies that I was really, really looking forward to. You know, it's just not as good as I had hoped. I guess I set my expectations too high. And, you know, they made a very good movie, but I was expecting a masterpiece. In the end, it's very reminiscent of The Right Stuff and Apollo 13. But, I mean, any movie you make about the Apollo program is probably going to be reminiscent of those movies. So, I don't really hold that against it. But I'd just say, if you're going to see a movie about the space program, watch one of those two before you see this. But about the flight sequences, that's what this film is going to be remembered for. These really shaky, like, just nerve-ratcheting, like, you will tense up in your seat, you know, when you see the way that the space flight is portrayed in this movie. Because you forget, like, this was not the most polished operation in the world. These were, you know, essentially suicide missions up to a point. You know, they were getting into these capsules knowing they could die. And the film portrays that very well. You know, there's an amazing scene where Claire Foy basically makes Ryan Gosling sit down and say, you need to prepare the boys for the fact that you might not be coming home. That's a very good scene. But you get the sense of this already from the way that the space flight is portrayed because it's basically these guys are going thousands of miles an hour straight up in the air in tin cans that, you know, with the slightest malfunction could explode. It's very nerve-ratcheting. And you know from history, and, uh, you know, spoilers, he makes it to the moon. But that doesn't really, you know, factor into it. You feel scared for this guy. And I think that's the biggest achievement is the way that, you know, they still manage to get tension out of all this with the cinematography and the performances. Corey Stoll, by the way, does a very good job. They combine all this together, and it works. It works very well. It's just not as good as Whiplash, and I think I'm, you know, coming into this very biased. I think if I hadn't seen Chazelle's other movies, or I didn't know who made this, I'd like it a lot more. I just feel like there was some wasted potential there. And, you know, he does a great job of it. I just don't like it as much as the others. And I feel like this is going to come off like, you know, oh, he just doesn't like it by comparison. You know, it's still a pretty good movie. It has its flaws. I think that I think that they didn't really mesh the home life and the sort of training slash astronaut life very well. But that could have been intentional. I want to see it again before I make a final judgment on that. Because I think there could have been something going on there where you're supposed to feel the disconnect, but I'm not certain, and I, I want to look into that a bit more. But, you know, there's that. There are some eh, performances in it, but unless it's Neil Armstrong, his wife, and his crewmates on the actual Apollo, you don't really see the people enough to, like, think, oh, that's going to, you know, take away a bunch from the movie. So, overall, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. It's very good. You know, I just feel like at this point, Chazelle is steadily declining, and I'm worried because I love his movies. Um, you know, he had a 10 out of 10 with Whiplash, a 9 out of 10 with La La Land, and an 8 out of 10 with First Man. You know, and sadly, this movie's been a bit of a box office disappointment. You know, now that it's opened up in foreign markets, it has made back its budget but they spent a lot of money on advertising for this movie, so I don't know 
how all that's going to go in the end. But, you know, 8 out of 10, I liked it. I'm going to see whatever Damien Chazelle does next and whatever he will do in the future. Thank you. This has been Alex Caroline for the St. Ignatius Podcasts, and go see this if you still can. Catch it online. That's probably going to be the best bet because I think it's steadily coming out of theaters at this point. Thanks for listening to this episode of Podcasts. Got any suggestions? Let us know on Twitter at S-I-H-S-E-Y-E. Like our content? Please rate and review us wherever you listen. If you'd like to help produce future episodes, please come to meetings in room 212 of the main building on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. See you next time on Podcats.